Hello and welcome to the Fence End podcast. Uh, right, so um, we have started the season and to talk about it, we have Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hello, Liam. And Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello, Liam. Ah, that was nice. <laughs> um, right, okay. Um, so the season has well and truly begun. We've had um, a league game and we're about to have another one, but also a, a cup game in between. Um, as I mentioned last time, we won't be able to do one after each game. However, this is pod number ninety-nine. Yeah. Ooh. We're like a, a we're like a Mr. Whippy, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Mr. Softy? What is it, Mr. Whippy? Yeah. It, it's I a flake, it's, a ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Mr. Whippy unless it's trying to size size step some sort of copyright. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, so pod number 99. If anyone has listened to all of them, that's a lot more than I've done. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, Tim, on that note. Let's hi get that done Tim. early. Um, right, OK, so we played against Lincoln. Um, ah. Yeah. Um, Simon, did you watch the game? I did. <laughs> uh, Fraser, I, w- any... I wasn't there, Jerome, but I did watch it. <laughs> any confessions there, Fraser? Well, yeah, I I haven't seen either of our games. Well, I say there's there's been three, but I saw no, I didn't see the first one either. I was driving at the time, and then the other two, yeah, there's there's just a lot. I don't want to be like, you know, throw my weight about going. Oh, well, I'm a counselor, but there was yeah, they both games. The last two games have clashed with uh, with council meeting. Sorry, but um, I, I've watched the extended highlights of both. Did it include, um, did your council meeting include talking about sort of planning permission or anything? I'm afraid it didn't. I'm afraid it didn't. I would tell you. I'm afraid it didn't. We don't care, Fraser. No, who cares? Phone up. Say say you've got symptoms. (laughs) Sit at home for two weeks. That's not what you should do, any listeners out there, in case you are confused. Um, Right. So probably do Simon with all this, and then I'll just chip in with like, oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Well, Simon, um, do you remember before all of our squad got injured <laughs> we had some football um so you watched the Lincoln game uh, I think um a lot of people are forgetting Matty Taylor's chance in the first 90 seconds we definitely should have been one nil up then um it, it, Fraser as you obviously missed it um it's a good good sort of ball into him and he just couldn't make contact with it but you, you were talking like a couple of yards out um and and an in sync team puts that in the back of the net. Um, and then I, on the last pod, I said, I'm not sure I'm over map, but I am now. That's what I learned during that game. I'm completely over him. I, I lost all respect, not all respect for him. Like Those arms deserve respect. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for him to, you know, sit at our... Um, forums and stuff and says plan B is do plan A better and um, and uh, yeah there, there is no other way of playing we're going to play correctly and then to watch the anti and anti-football that was going on uh, I was fuming mm. <laughs> um, yeah. how did you feel Simon? Yeah I, they, they kind of did a job on us didn't they they, they, they allowed us to have the ball where it wasn't going to hurt them they they didn't get moved around by us. It was interesting. One of the one of the sort of things talking about those forums. One of the things I remember him him saying was when somebody asked him why do we you know play the ball side to side you know why aren't we 
the ones getting forward and doing stuff. He said, well, we're moving the ball about to try and move the opponents around. By, by, by switching play, you get you drag players out of position and you then exploit that space. And one of the things that they Lincoln didn't seem to do was, was lose their shape. Um, and there was just no space for us then to to exploit and to to run into and get through and and they they absolutely did a job on us and I you kind of got to respect that if 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 that's the way you're going to play and get results I I guess something that was said on Saturday was with no home fans you know urging them on and you know if that had been us it'd have been attack 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 you know the fans screaming for an for attacking football it's going to be easier for some of these sides to do that because they're not going to have the outside influence of fans kind of moaning at them for doing it and they can execute a game plan and they they did that perfectly to us on saturday yeah uh, and we are our own worst enemies with that first goal in particular absolutely sort of calamitous defending mm. um and and I put a WhatsApp in our our fence end group saying, well, we wondered how Atkinson would react from his first mistake, and here we are. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Um, and then I mean, the the second one, um, I I can't wait. I will go to you uh, on this one, Fraser. Um, I've seen. I this, am yeah. a firm believer of um, if a wrong decision is made and a free kick is given, you still have to defend that free kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, com- I completely stand by that. However, that decision, Fraser, and you say these things even themselves out, I mean, we are owed something, surely. Oh, well, we're two games into the season, one game into the season, the league season. Yeah, I know, but people... So we've got a long already, way to go. I've already seen <laughs> fans from down the A420 <laughs> writing us off. <laughs> what, because of that? Because of the one game. Um, yeah, I mean, on that decision, yeah, of course, absolutely, it was a ludicrous decision. It was, you know, it was ridiculous, and so was the 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 decision that's since been overturned. Um, the the um, the second, oh, not the second, well, that was it, wasn't it? The straight red for um, for Atkinson. Um, yeah, I know, but I've got to say this as a disclaimer every year, haven't I? The um, <laughs> the, 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 the my my point when I said that <laughs> I do sound like a politician now, don't I? My point when I said that was I genuinely started to believe that some Oxford fans thought there was a genuine conspiracy by the FA to do Oxford United in via officials, and I, I honestly think some fans started to believe that. It wasn't the case. We were just unlucky with officials, you know. And genuinely, not genuinely, generally, they do balance themselves out. You know, you're the beneficiary of some of some crap decisions, and the bene- and the uh, what's the opposite of beneficiary? The, uh, <laughs> something else. You're the you're the yeah, negative yeah. of the anti-beneficiary. Uh, the anti- <laughs> yeah, the anti-beneficiary. Yeah, for all those fans who say, "Oh, Oxford, very well-educated people, aren't they?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but you know, it generally kind of works that way. If we sat down and thought about it, I'm sure we got some blinding decisions our way last year that we probably didn't deserve that put us into a, a playoff spot, probably. You know, well, there you go. You, you sound sure, and with all that evidence. Yeah. You can't. but also <laughs> the other, the other, the other thing of this is that I don't think it's ever, and I don't think Robinson would let our players do this, but I don't think it's ever wise for a football club to get into the mindset that referees are always against them. Because 
as soon as you may not, as soon as you don't put a good performance in, I think some people allow themselves to rest back onto, there's nothing wrong with us at all. It's a ref fault. So no, let's get out of that mindset because then, you know, you could just use that to excuse yourself every week from obvious errors that you might be making. He, anyway, he did have an absolute shocker though. We are at the point. Well, he did. Yeah, I've, well, I've seen the extended art. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we've um, did. we've had only a few games this season, and Trevor Kettle was not the worst ref we've had. No, <laughs> I mean, what is <laughs> that? Apparently, he's a lovely man, isn't he? Apparently, I don't want to uh, think that, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Um, no. For uh, future reference, the opposite of beneficiary is benefactor. Of course. Oh yeah, of oh, course yeah. it is. Yeah. I knew that. I was just <laughs> testing that you knew that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you did mention the stupid, stupid fans from a when when Robinson goes out about the educated fan base. Um, once we stopped recording the last pod, I gave a better example than the one I'd given. Um, and and so I'll say that now. And Simon, you had a cracker as well. Um, my one was playing Salisbury away and hearing two Oxford fans go, well. What what do you mean that if it's got a cathedral, it's a city? Oxford's got a th- cathedral, and that's not a city. Oh, God, 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 God. Obviously from Oxford. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where to go with that. Uh, Simon, oh. you you had a cracker as well. Yeah, it was um, it was on the preseason tour in Ireland, and on the after the, the Wednesday game. Um, oh, there's some fruity language here. We should let people know. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tone it down a little bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're in we were in Dublin for the for the third game. It was the Wednesday uh, that uh, England played Croatia in the World Cup semi-final. So the pub, lots of it, of, of Oxford fans. We'd found a pub that we could watch it in loads of screens. Um, and at one point, over um, some of our fans complaining about that there were too many Irish people in the pub. <laughs> Which I pointed out would would be because we were in Dublin, yeah. <laughs> which is in Ireland. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, I think the fact we're talking about this shows, you know, how we felt about that game. I I did afterwards. Um, so my my wife came in and saw the screen and, and sort of gave this look as if to say, "Ah, oh, you're going to be in a terrible mood later." About turn. <laughs> but. Um, I, I sort of um, was was fairly calm and afterwards she asked about it and I said, honestly, things didn't go our way. Um, we There was a mistake at the be- beginning and they capitalised on it. Then they defended really well. The referee was terrible. We couldn't, like, that double save, uh, uh, unreal how good that was. And it was just yeah. like, it was just, we could have been playing till now and wouldn't have managed to get a back into it even you know even if we started to you know shoot and that <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, I, I think there were there were positives and negatives unfortunately um the negatives stay with us and, and one of them was the result I do think that the bare minimum uh any temporary dressing room should have is running water mm, yeah. yeah especially is... in these unprecedented times yeah yeah, um, I, I initially thought this was that this had happened something to do with COVID, but that apparently wasn't the reason, was it? It's just crap facilities. I haven't. Well, they're obviously in the porter cabin because of the the virus instead of in the main dressing room. But right. surely, surely, mm. it should require running water, like <sighs> like yeah, everything so, requires. I, I I just think. I think it's appalling, and I think 
Um, again, this was another thing I have an issue with with Matt's um, game plan with it. He he sort of made a fairly big thing uh, when he was at Oxford. I don't know if this was to all fans or anything like that, but certainly I used to do tours of the stadium for, for people that were in the restaurant. Um, and he made this big thing about wanting people to know that Oxford didn't do mind games that the away dressing room room was practically the same as the home dressing room so that people felt comfortable. And you hear about these mind games going on and like Bars is one of the biggest for it, where it's like there's a broken mattress in there and there's no hot water and stuff like that. And it's all mind games to put the away team off. And one team does it where it's a pink dressing room. And that's not big. That's not any sort of misogynist message calming isn't it yeah yeah um it's it's psychological and he he when he was at oxford was really proud of the fact they don't do that sort of thing so for him now to be at a different team yeah they've probably got a smaller budget they you know they're used to playing a certain way and stuff but to go against everything he held in sort of such high esteem at oxford i just yeah, I was just like I've turned up to a party. My ex is there with his with his uh, with her new boyfriend. I I, I nearly made a life decision <laughs> in that <laughs> in that <laughs> metaphor. I wasn't expecting to make. Anyway, the ex turns up. She's with a new partner, and suddenly you go, oh, well, you're not all you cracked up to be. I didn't notice that before. Yeah. However, we were the best footballing team in the 15-16 season. Yeah, I can say, do you remember that season? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we played Watford. Um, absolutely should have been at least 3-0 by half-time. Um, Simon, you watched that one as well, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, uh, a much more open game. It- when when we talk about Lincoln doing a job and, and really sitting back and defending and keeping their shape, Watford came and, and were attacking, which created space for us to exploit. So it's a cracking game. Really, really good game. And I think it puts us in a good place for the, the game that's about to come up because um, I think... When people talk about, oh, every team has to let the te- let the sort of dust settle and get the players to gel. When you're playing passing, quick pace football, attacking football, it takes longer to gel than if you're doing, right, OK, everyone, you just stand there and make sure the ball doesn't go past you. That It, it takes longer to gel if you're doing what we're doing. Now, I suspect Sunderland will be more attacking just from sort of history Accrington tend to be a more sort of pressing side so our next few league games I think um put us in an all right place um but speaking directly of the Watford game cracking game should have should have been three nil at half time could have finished I don't know six two maybe Mm. um it was as you say a cracking game of football I think we wanted to show how well we can play which we did um it showed how good our squad is um, and I didn't really want the extra fixtures, so I'm not that fussed about going out. The one downside is we were two minutes away from winning and ended up going out. Mm. So, I mean, mentally, it's how you manage that. But all in all, um, I thought, yeah, cracking performance. Simon, anything sort of negative about the penalties? Um, no, their goalkeeper had a worldie, really, didn't he? He he'd made sort of several 
good saves during the game um, and and looked big and they weren't awful penalties ours they you know the, the first one was very close to the post he just got down well to it um, one sort of positive in a way uh, for me was Robbie Hall's performance because I'm sure I read a tweet during the day somebody saying oh no Robbie Hall's injured you know this uh, it, we're wasting a wage on him and that sort of thing I'm sure I saw that at some point during the day so I was quite surprised when I tuned in to um, uh, or logged on rather tuned in very yeah, old reference. Uh, <laughs> that's what we used to have to do with a telly. Um, that's right. But... I've come out as gay during this part. So, <laughs> um, so to see him line up, I thought, oh, brilliant. He's not obviously not injured, and his performance was was great. It was the Robbie Hall of old. Yeah, um, maybe you just saw an old tweet. It's happened a few times. <laughs> it might. Um, have been. <laughs> I'd love to. I think he's a. I think he's an awesome player. I think he played so well. He's left-footed. Mm. Is it worth him playing on the left? I know he cuts no. in really well. Well, yes and no. I, I, if we're looking for somebody to play on the left, I think Joel Cooper really set a marker there because at, at times he looked unplayable. He was, he's, he's, I kind of was, was watching it and I thought Alec, he's Alex McDonald, but a, a, a slight upgrade. Um, and that's no disrespect to Alex McDonald, but I just thought there were times when when they're they're sort of right back was was really struggling with him um there's one point over in the second half where i think it came from a throw in and he, he sort of stood did a couple of sort of shoulder wobbles a step over and then just left the guy for dead um and put the ball in into the box in quite a dangerous position so i thought that was for me it, i've not seen all of our games um pre-season but i, I was really impressed with him yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was cracking, and and he directly led to the goal yeah. um, by sort of drawing a foul but playing on, and it's mm. sort of trickled through to Hall, and and we know what happened from there. I think the the other standout man. I think a lot of people had good performances, but the other standout man uh, was Ford. Yeah, uh, and to the point where if we have to play him defensively because uh, Claire took a knock as well. I, I think um, so. If he has to go right back, so Long can go left back and, or centre back, and someone else can play. I, whatever happens, um, if if he doesn't have to play defensively, I thought he was a much better stand-in for Gorin than Liam Kelly was. Mm. I'm sort of slightly wary to say because they were very different games to play, yeah. but I thought he was brilliant. Um, and and you know uh, one of the one of the wing backs sort of runs forwards and he goes in and fills in at the back and just sort of the stuff that Gorin does instinctively mm. Ford was doing um, yeah, I thought he, it was it was brilliant yeah he's one of those players because he's so versatile he might find that he doesn't play as much strangely you know if if he was a defensive midfielder or or, or attacking midfielder or, or a left back or a right back. That would be his position, and he he's good enough to to make that his own, because he's he's kind of flexible. It, it gives a manager a, a reason to put him on the bench because he he offers cover for several positions. But you're right, I thought he, he did have a, he's another one I wrote down. It's one of the things watching games on computer now and knowing we're doing the podcast. I'm just screaming down the odd note as I'm watching the game uh, watching the games on 
on the computer, uh, which I wouldn't be doing if I was at the game. So he, yeah, he's one I wrote down about how well he played. So yeah, totally agree. He, he's he, he could well be starting on Saturday. I think it speaks volumes that the guy that normally sits in the east stand didn't even watch the games, and the guy that sat in the south stand up takes tactical notes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good, good reflection there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, see, is there something in because I listened to the um, the wasn't at the game thing uh, last Saturday, so after the Lincoln game, uh, I listened to it the next day, and there was um, there was this conversation. This this point came up a lot about is there a problem with or will there be a problem when Oxford come up against direct sides the Wickhams or the Lincolns of of that day um and but I kind of get the impression that some people are starting to think that League One is is completely Oxford need to find a way to get up out of it and 23 teams need to try and stop us Whereas what seems to be forgotten is every team is in the same boat as us. You know, it's not as if every team has the ability to set up 500 different ways and they'll they'll do this one against Oxford. And, you know, we're, we're all kind of pretty much in the same boat here. And I honestly don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. You know, that, you know, we, OK, I know you could point to, you know, our, our most disappointing game in recent years being that playoff final a couple of months ago. Um, but you know, but for a bizarre freak decision by James Henry and a, an error at the back between Elliot Moore and Simon Eastwood, we're winning that game all day long. You know, Wickham's system was not going to beat us, but for two very bizarre things. And by the way, that team wouldn't have even been in the playoffs. Was it? Was it not for a freak thing happening in the world? There's no way they were going to make the playoffs. We would have been up against. Prob- the likelihood is we would have been up against a team just like us. So you know, and but. I only, this big thing was being made of will this be a big problem for Oxford do they need to find a way to 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 not be done by direct sides and I, I think we've got it in our squad already I think it will just take a little bit of time I don't think it's as much of an issue as people people seem to be making out uh, no, look, I'm... look at last season when you know most of the teams we're up against this season are going to be in, in the same division as us and we didn't do too badly last season we 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 found a way of beating sides yeah. last season. We we beat Wickham last season. You know, after they'd been yeah. on a hell of a run, they were the first league team to beat. They lost maybe one early in the season or whatever, but we found a way to beat them, um, and and we'll find a way to beat these sides. It's 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 one game. I, yeah. As somebody else's point, you know, at, at, at five to three, it was hashtag announced promotion. At quarter, quarter five, it's all oh, we're going down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one game. It's that's football fans, isn't it? But it yeah. Would we have it any game. other way? No. <laughs> yeah, we and I'm sure if we'd have been at the game, you know, we'd have we'd have been having the same conversations driving home from Lincoln. We'd be going, well, this ain't very good. Oh, what, what's happened? Yeah. But it, it in the cold light of day, it's one game. We weren't. I didn't think we were awful, but we just couldn't find a way to get through a very well organised and well drilled side. But then. You know, what with, with maybe only four of a first team, if that, on on um, Tuesday night against Watford, we we played really well. So there's there's a bit of depth in the squad. Um, mm. We're gonna have to use it with with the injuries <laughs> yeah. we've got. Yeah. But th- there's definitely some quality there beyond the first team, or or what most people would see as the yeah. first team. There's some quality there. Absolutely. Uh, about the whole depth of squad thing. Um, 
obviously we've got a few injuries that's going to impact our next few games I'm of the mindset that it's less of a big deal than people think and I'll explain that before (laughs) before I go over to you guys but say we get in right okay so we're recording this on Thursday we've made sure we've listened to the fans forum and and so on say we get in where where nothing happened apparently (laughs) (laughs) not not a great deal um uh, we get in a, a winger, a left back, and a centre back tomorrow. Um, odds are, they uh, well, they need to gel for one thing, so they need to train with us. Odds are, at least one of them won't be fully fit, um, and you know they won't be ready just to slot straight in. So you're looking at two or three weeks. Um, you're looking at um, yeah. Admittedly, with it being Saturday, Tuesday for a lot of the season, that mainly kicks off in October. But Ruffles is only meant to be out for three to five weeks. They did say in the fans forum that it, it's looking better than they thought it was. So let's take that as three. Um, we're a week into that already. So two weeks left. You get in a left back for to replace Ruffles. And by the time that left back is OK to play, Ruffles is back. Mm. They don't yeah. know about Moose yet. But in terms of getting centre-back cover, if it's a long-term injury, what I believe they can do is not count him as a squad player um, right? and make him like a coach or just keep him around the setup. So it doesn't um, affect the wage thing. Yeah, and then yeah. get someone in as an experienced centre-back. So that sorts that out, which means they're still just after that winger who we know they've been after for a while. So yeah. I just I just feel, yeah, we've got a lot of knocks and stuff and people are like, oh, well, they'll be out until October. Yeah, well, October's what, 12 days away. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there's 135 points to play for. After Saturday, there will be 132. We're very early. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, nobody wants to lose any games. I'm not saying that, but, you know, I think it just needs to be remembered sometimes just in terms of the wider figures here. We're very early in the season, and this is going to be, like you say, because is it October where the Saturday, Tuesday really starts? Yeah. That's when, you know, people are going to, teams are going to be moving around the table all the time um, with, with with how rapid the games are going to be. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's we're nowhere near the, the panic yet. And like you say, Liam, if we, we were to get these players in, well... They'd exactly your point. They'd no sooner be fit to play in a first team than than the players they're replacing are back. Yeah, um, and and you've, if you just look at the league, um, I know we're only one game in, but that's exactly <laughs> our point. Peterborough are going to be up there. Wigan yeah. might be. Yeah, Wigan, of course they are. Wigan are a bit of an enigma. Um, uh, Blackpool top of the table. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I mean, they're mm. my point as well. They played against Rochdale at home and you're like well if we if we were playing against Rochdale and we lost then I'd be like oh dear like that's definitely where you want to pick up three points playing against Lincoln have been on the up for the last what six seven years and they're pretty much every sort of journalist surprise package Lincoln City this season so they're not exactly been tipped to go down no um yeah I'm I'm not fussed about about it no, at all and uh, another thing i said to my wife is it, it's usually around 10 games you go okay it's starting to take shape a bit um obviously it's not the best start you want to win <laughs> you want to win the first 10 and then the rest is uh is good fun but 
yeah it, it is what it is um so next we are of course playing against Sunderland who drew would you believe one one yeah yeah what a shocker I mean I always go for an Oxford win and I'm going for one one yeah me too <laughs> Fraser uh, is this what the prediction against Oxford yeah I'm going for an Oxford win wow yeah I'm going I mean, for a 2-0 job maybe this is the the sort of spoutings of someone who hasn't bothered to watch any games that <laughs> <laughs> could well be right <laughs> yeah yeah um, no I, yeah I think we can beat them yeah I mean they, you know it's um, we're at home we, we got we got bags of confidence after Tuesday um I say we're at home. It doesn't matter where anyone is at the moment, does it? Um, well, mind you, we're not, we've not got Lincoln's dressing rooms, I guess. And, well, um, that's that's one of the things that, that the club have said, that it'll absolutely be red carpets rolled out and right, um, yeah. and they'll be treated with, with full respect, which in itself might be a bit of a mind game. <laughs> yeah, could well be. Could well be. But yeah, no, I think we we can go into it with bags of confidence. Sunderland aren't, aren't, isn't a happy place at the moment, is it, really? Um, the... The, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the dressing room, but the fans seem to constantly think that um, they're massively underachieving. And all you see online is they seem to think they've not got enough players in or players of a calibre they need. Or, I mean, there is a certain player coming back, isn't there? So that's always a worry. Yeah. <laughs> and he scored on Saturday. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so he's got his go out of the way. That's yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I think we can... Perfectly go into this with confidence to win, definitely. Well, they will give us space and time, I'm sure, because they're another team that should be looking positively at any game. Um, they, The biggest, I think, advantage they have this season is they haven't got, when they're at home, they haven't got, you know, 25, 30,000 fans suddenly turn on them if they're not 4-0 up mm. after 20 minutes. Um so that'll be interesting to see. Um, it's difficult to sort of predict a lineup, really, because of all the injuries. Um, I suspect Ruffs will be back a lot quicker than initially thought. Um, I'm I'm fine with Atkinson and more as long as I'm sure Atkinson's been managed well. Hopefully Claire will be back, uh, and then I would go Ford. I'd probably go Ford Brannigan. And then in front go Cooper. Oh, Sykes has a question mark. Uh, Cooper, Hall and Henry. And then Matty Taylor again is a bit of a question mark. But he did do some training today. So I'll I'll say Taylor up top. I'd absolutely agree with that lineup, But it just feels feels crazy we've got to leave Sykes out. But... But yeah, I would I would agree. <laughs> uh, he he has had a knock. It's, yeah, I was going to say. Oh I, right, I, okay. I earlier this week wrote down pretty much that that same team. Whether whether it's Kelly or or Ford, I think Ford's done a you know did a good job on Tuesday night. And and absolutely, if Sykes is fit, I think play him. But Robbie Hall, if he's not, I think. Yeah. And I think who played well and and are perhaps you know buzzing. You know, at the moment, because he's got a goal, although he played 90 minutes on Tuesday, so that's perhaps an indication that he won't play from the start. But yeah. he comes on and, and it has has a, an impact on the game. Great. Yeah, I think the the biggest perk with with 
the lineup I just said, or whatever we go in with, out of the players I, I just talked about, you've then got, you know, potential for Sykes, Adji, Delboy, as he's mm. been known, who, <laughs> if he comes on against tired legs, he will get the shot away. We've seen that. Yeah. Um, and and at some point, Brannigan will shoot, the keeper will spill it, and Taylor will tap that back in. Mm. You, you can see that happening already. Um Brannigan shooting and, and keepers sort of struggle to, to hold on to those shots. Um, you've got, um, yeah, you've got an actual bench to bring on, mm. which we didn't have for a fair amount of the last couple of seasons. Uh, so that's that's very nice. Um, so I say one all just because I'm playing the odds, but I think we've got a, a really good chance. Yeah. And we'll see. We will. Um I did listen to Tut Manor's podcast and they didn't slag us off at all. Oh. Um, so I haven't found any sort of stand-up quotes. Um, <laughs> oh, right, especially okay. as anyone who followed our Twitter thread, we did some friendly banter. Oh, I was going for friendly banter and then um, Ed came in with an absolute <laughs> Ricardinho two-footer. <laughs> I mean, it was a screamer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a screamer. Um, it was just a bit like, oh, can we get Ed on the can we get Ed on the podcast? <laughs> we we can see we well, should be at the wasn't at the game one and can just yeah. sort of big us up. What that's yeah. what we want. We want him on other podcasts selling our pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want him to like what is it? What's it called? Um, the Trojan horse thing where he can go yeah, in there yeah. like a lovely guest, and then mm. he just he just he just he just goes for it. That's what we yeah. want. Yeah, that's <laughs> So yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks thanks for that Ed but I was just going for friendly sort of gravy banter <laughs> um, yeah. if you if you haven't seen those tweets then uh, you know that doesn't make any sense to you but you know get on Twitter have a look yeah um, right okay well we di- because we went out of that cup we actually have a week off next week don't we yeah we do yeah wow there we go. Oh, there go. Um, um, and was there actually nothing remotely to, interesting from the fans forum? Uh, right. Okay. Uh, people wonder if we're gonna get the stadium. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Um, news, we'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> I think they could have probably just replayed, I guess, any fans forum from about the last four yeah. years. Okay. Right. Yeah, there we they, go. They sort of asked Carl if um, if the injuries and stuff had changed his views on signings. And he said, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And then sort of said, well, we were after a sort of under 21 left back to push roughs. We we still think we'll we'll stick with that um, in terms of the, the centre back situation. Uh, it depends it, how, how serious Moose's is, but we can kind of do what I talked about earlier. Um, but the, the left winger situation um, is still our main priority. So, so you sort of said it really. <laughs> It really impacted what you're thinking, but it didn't. Um, (laughs) When we do move stadiums, is it still going to be brought up at everything? Like, how many tickets have we sold? Yeah, yeah, it still has to be brought up, definitely. Otherwise, otherwise, you know, otherwise we aren't us. (laughs) Sarge (laughs) has got to be literally fuming. (laughs) Otherwise, you know, I'm not tuning in. Yeah, Yeah. all right, well, let's... Let's see what happens, when it happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah. in the meantime, we're going to play against Sunderland. And then after that, we're going to review the Accrington game. Um, 
we're going to preview the Accrington game. We're going to review the Sunderland game. That's what we're going to do because that's yeah. the order to do it in. We're recording this a lot later than we normally do, so sorry about <laughs> the rambling on. Um, and, and hopefully can, in the next pod we'll talk about football. And can I just give like a big thanks to Matt Harris, Tassie Yellow. He's always like retweeting us and liking stuff and tweeting us and so thank you for that because he's on the other side of the world i think or something or yeah pretty much um yeah. he certainly sends sends tweets to the twitter account at stupid hours if not oh yeah and that's that's liam on there matt so send loads oh, no, don't, don't do that, <laughs> and just because of the getting people to tweet at stupid hours um uh fraser really likes it when you pronounce his name like the american sitcom <laughs> fraser. yeah i can't i can't get enough of it yeah i also love people telling me about their fantasy football team i can't get enough of that uh, the, yeah i love people telling me about their bets and say things like both teams to score because that's not the most boring topic i've ever heard uh right can you tell that i want to do one of those annoying pods again because i've got loads racked up now <laughs> Yeah, but have you got? Have you, how many corners have you got in the first half? Stop telling me things like I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, that was, that was one of the, the corners in the first half thing. Was what one of the reasons they stopped players betting on on their own games, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Put a bet on like them getting a corner. Oh, sorry, the opposition getting a throw in in the first ten seconds or something. So he won the toss, said full kick off, and then just booted the ball out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good good idea. Yeah. Oh, and it, you know, loads of people will be really upset now because they can't look at him watching a game of football. <laughs> oh, oh, don't even. Yeah. Let's not get into. <laughs> no, into I know. No, I well, I, I I have some sympathy for him. You know, people sort of being sacked from Sky Sports. I I I was one of the fans of the week on whatever it's Soccer AM many years ago. I wasn't invited back the following week. They didn't renew my contract. Mm. You know, I was on there once. <laughs> oh, it just—it—it's just one of those things where you like don't read the comments, don't read no, the comments. It'll no. ruin your day if you read the comments. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely—I had no idea a question of sport was still a thing. I genuinely didn't know that that was still going. There are people who, like you, didn't know it was still going who are still fuming. I—I I just... I, I must admit, I have watched it the last few weeks. I think it—it's you know, perhaps because there's nothing else on, or or I'm not getting another pub or whatever it is. But it, it's gone. Oh, I'll watch it. And it's it hasn't changed in many many years, so I think it, it was definitely in need of a freshen up. But uh, the last and, time I watched it, I, th- I think Ali McCoist was on it. How long ago is that? <laughs> uh, Ali McCoist and John Parrott. Yeah. That was yeah. that was it's a banging time, yeah. couple of series. That one. <laughs> um, we're still recording. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is still the pod. Sorry. This is still a pod. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> um, well done if you've made it this far. Um, we are gonna we're gonna go now. Uh, yeah. But thanks very much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.